Eat not to dullness, drink not to elevation. Welcome to episode 5 of Sandwich Wingman. This is our avocado week. I'm Ryan Morrison. With me is Rob Hanna. Rob, how you doing? I am great. I am so excited for avocado week today. It seemed like you were pretty excited last week about avocados. Yes, th- th- this is uh, this is avocado last week today. <laughs> I'm very excited. <laughs> that is a pretty good show. Yeah, I've, I've been in stitches more than once there. Yes, yes. I just uh, that just came to me. So okay, yeah. <laughs> just just go with it. Uh, yes, but yeah. So I was I've been excited since last week. I think. Uh, uh, as you know, avocados have, uh, I don't know whether you know this, but I didn't grow up with avocados. Um, we never ate with it. Um, and then uh, I, would, is, I would say at least a year ago, I was introduced to them again, anew. This is like and, the beginning of a Greek tragedy or something. <laughs> yes, the, the the avocado was the, uh, um, uh, I was going to say my Achilles heel, but I believe that, <laughs> I believe that that's a... That that is an, an incorrect reference. Yeah, avocados are here to help. Yes, they're here that, to help. They're they're on the line. <clears throat> and uh, also this week we have uh, Ben Franklin's from a section from uh, Ben Franklin's autobiography. Okay, his plan for attaining moral perfection. Oh God, you know, yeah, nothing short. We're aiming for nothing short of moral perfection. Yes, I am very much looking forward to talking about that too. I think that this is a pretty inspiring little list here. Um, yeah, we'll Thought provoking. Yes, right? yes, that's the idea. Yes, he. Uh, you know, it's. It, it, we might get this later, but I mean, even as like the first line, like it was about this time I conceived the bold and arduous project at arriving at moral perfection. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I, I I came to a point in my life where I was ready to uh, yes. take this on, and I have made a plan. Yeah. So, um, but yes, to avocados. To avocados. Yes. So yeah, there were a lot of different things we could have done with avocados. Yes. But, Rob, what did you do? Oh, uh, so I think it all starts with the pretzel bread. Ooh. So I I. Uh, I found uh, something that was called a pretzel stick, I think, bread. Um, a so pretzel sent- stick bread? Yeah, and, and the photo will probably do justice. But yeah, the- it's not made out of sticks. Exactly right, but I think it's because it, it's not a roll. So okay. you picture a pretzel roll, but this is more of a, uh, let's pretzel call it uh, more, yeah, more like a sub roll that's, uh, that's pretzel. Oh. Um, but, but not overly salty. So I think that was like the main... Um, uh, that's where it all began. So I started on a pretzel stick roll, um, and what I put inside were uh, steak tips, uh, oh, avo- nice. avo- avocado pieces, spinach, and some sliced Swiss cheese. Man, you're you're um, I get you're like you're like Popeye with the spinach. <laughs> I know. Like I just, you I derive just... like all of your uh, your bold and arduous <laughs> moral yes. perfection from from spinach. You are so right. It is. Uh, they're, they're, I, I'm. I'm spinach obsessed. <laughs> well, so was Popeye, but it worked out for him, right? I know. Yeah. Look at look, look at me. I look yeah, just like him. That's right. <laughs> the pre. Yeah. Right. We're we're waiting for you to look like the post spinach Popeye. Right. Good point. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 
But yes, I I have a lot of spinach to use. Okay, and, so give me the, uh, give me those ingredients again. Yes, yes. Yeah, so you've got it, avocado, it, steak tips, uh, spinach, and sliced Swiss cheese. Sliced Swiss cheese. Okay, nice. E- easy to say on air. <laughs> Three times fast. Yeah. Um, sliced Swiss cheese. I can do sliced Swiss cheese. <laughs> sliced Swiss cheese. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So. Uh, it was great, and I also microwaved it. Uh, I know, I know, well, actually, let me, let me kick it back to you before I go into my uh, assembly. Just uh, so, what, what did you make this week? Um, I made um, like it's kind of like a fake hot dog. Oh, okay. okay. So I got these um, unusually large hot dog buns. Yes, but ones that I was still able to like split on the top, like just you know cut down the top, right, and treat like it was a hot dog. Uh, was going to, you know, how's a hot dog? And instead what I did is I, I just cut up, like, slices of avocado, and I wrapped them in a couple slices of turkey, like in a okay. tube. Mm-hmm. So I got the, um, the hot dog, uh, you know, bun prepared. Just kind of cut, cut open the top, uh, put in a couple uh, slices of... Um, White cheddar cheese. Ooh, yes, 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 yep. And then just plopped that that bun. Uh, well, not the bun. I plopped the that rolled avocado inside of turkey thing in yep. the in the bun as if it was a hot dog, and a little bit of mustard. Okay, it's pretty good. Simple but good. Did you uh, did you reheat it or anything? I did not. Oh, okay. It was wow. a cold. Yeah, you're right. The the hot dog analogy fails. Oh no no! Well, it's a cold dog. It's yeah. That's yeah. All right. It's a room temperature dog. Yeah, it's a, it's a room temperature turkey dog. And, and to be fair, most do- well no, most dogs are hotter than room temperature if they're probably- okay. But I'm <laughs> not true. really a dog person. So me, me, me either. I think uh, I think we're both cat people. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, um, I don't I don't know where to go with that. Other than, uh, what, what's your ease of assembly score? Yes, yes, yes. So, um, this was not easy to assemble at all. Uh, this, uh, took a, took, took quite a bit of time. So, um, the steak tips were leftovers. Um, uh, we had made them, uh, I think two nights before and I had put them, I brought them to work, didn't finish them and, and use them the next day as my main protein on, on, uh, Friday when I, when I was eating this. Um, so, uh, had to break this into smaller pieces, so it took a lot of cutting, and then had to slice pieces of avocado out of the avocado. Um, mm. I broke the cheese into, into thinner strips, which obviously was arduous, <laughs> and, um, and... Bold flavored. Yes, bold flavored, <laughs> yeah. Uh, spinach was easy to put inside the, the bread. So essentially, I, I cut the, the bread in half, um, split it apart. Filled it uh, with the with layers of cheese and and spinach and um, essentially added in the avocado and steak chips as kind of like a filling and kind of closed it. And then I had to kind of like uh, press down pretty hard in order to keep it um, uh, intact. I see. And then, but, but once I put it into the microwave to melt the cheese uh, for, I put it in for three minutes. It came out and it was very it, it, the integrity was very high and it stayed together. So three uh, minutes in the microwave. Yeah, well, I wanted to make sure that the that the, the steak, the steak yes, right. So, and actually, it was it was yeah. I'll get into that more, but the the assembly was difficult. 
it took quite some time. I gave this a two out of five. Um, it just took a long time at lunchtime uh, to, to get this ready to go. Um, but after I melted it, uh, I melted the cheese, it uh, stayed together very nicely. So that was great. Um, oh. what, what, this what about you? Like, this yeah. sounds like it was a big sandwich, too. It, it was a rather big sandwich. I don't know how to say the size. I'm looking at, uh, I actually have a half of this kind of bread in front of me right now um, with the breakfast sandwich I'm, I've had. Um, I would say, if I had to guess, it's probably like six or seven inches long. Okay. A lot of, like, cubic volume. Sounds yes, like. exactly right. I would say maybe about, uh, you know, several, you know, maybe one one or two, maybe two and a half inches high. So, yeah, it's kind of substantial. I like, I like how I said cubic volume, you know, as opposed to, like, square volume. <laughs> yeah, square volume, that's yeah. Thing, right? Well, maybe, maybe that's a preview for something we should study uh, in another week. <laughs> oh, all right. I know we're, yeah, all right. Um. <laughs> um, so this is, um, so that's what I did. Um, so two out of five, not good. What about you? I'm going to go three out of five. Okay. Um, this is not something that I could have transported at all. Like, okay. I, I had to make it at work because once you've, you know, got the top of the hot dog exposed, there's not much you can do about it, I guess. So that meant bringing, bringing the stuff into work, which was not, um, optimal because then, you know, you need a little workspace to not just cut up the, the avocado, but then roll it in, uh, the turkey. Right. Um, so, I mean, other than that, it, it, it was not, it was not really like labor intensive, just, I don't know. I don't know. It, I'll give it a three. Uh, maybe it's a high three, but I'll give it a three. What was the inspiration for rolling the, the avocado inside the turkey? Um, I think it was seeing the buns. Okay. I don't know. I've, I've, uh, so that, like last week I, I sat down and, um, you know, for the previous week for a roast beef thing, I, I kind of sat down, closed my eyes and tried to picture a bunch of different things until I came up with something I wanted. This okay. one was more just kind of roaming around the grocery store. So yeah. Cool. Once I saw those buns, I was like, well, all right. I like switching up the bread. Yeah. So, um, how about that's you? good. Where where'd your idea come from? Uh, this was a leftover inspired uh, uh, meal. It, it had been a busy week at work, and I was ready to uh, you know we we have avocados around regularly, <laughs> um, um, so I, I picked up a whole bunch of things before I left on uh, on Friday morning and and was uh, prepared to assemble at work. Um, <laughs> so I know I know it doesn't sound inspiring, but no, you know, yeah. We, but then you, we, you you ate your spinach, and you had right. the you had the power to create the sandwich. To, to yes, I mean I through. was I, I made two of them, but I, I mostly just focused on the first one in in my uh, scores for today. But yeah, I mean to me it, it worked out great, and I think it actually just speaks to you know the fact that we're trying to talk about how we can help people you know make better lunches, right? So um, you know sometimes you're you're, you're time pressured. And you just kind of have to pick things that you think might go together. And, and this week it worked wonderfully, as I will get into later. Great. Um, All right. Well, so, how, yep. how were you on nutrition? Um, I, you know, I, I, I made a note to myself and I said, was there really anything nutritious about this? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, or was there anything? Yeah. Hey, so, you, added, you added the spinach. I did. So I think the spinach saves it and gives it a two out of five. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the avocado, you know, maybe... You know, but I, I guess avocados are kind of fatty, right? Yeah, um, but, but good fatty. 
Yeah, and the meat was pretty lean. Well, avocados are a plus, so so take that okay. into account. Okay, okay. So, um, and the meat was pretty lean, so maybe I should have bumped myself up. I'll leave it at a two, but it, it could have possibly been a three. Um, okay. But, like, the melted cheese and, like, the, the rather thick pretzel bread, probably not super nutritious, but um, it definitely was tasty. Um, and, and you for nutrition? Yeah, I'm going to hang out at a, at a three as well. Okay. Uh, this okay. is another one where, you know, maybe I could have gone, like, three plus if that were a thing. But, you know, the, the cheese is not, you know, tremendously healthy. And uh, for the turkey, I used a bacon lover's turkey. Ooh, uh, and how is how flavor. so? What, what makes the... Oh, is it it had some bacon flavor? Yeah, a little bit. Ooh, hold on a sec here. I'd like to hear a little more about that. I, I wish I knew more about the, the process of how the not sausage was made, but <laughs> I don't know. I mean, uh, I don't know. They, they just packed it with uh, bacon or something. I mean, it seemed like it seemed like the flavor was mostly coming from the edges of the turkey. Wow. Um, but, you know, that was um, part of the, um, the good aspect of rolling the turkey that way is... You know, you get you get a fair amount of edge all the way down the the fake oh, yeah. hot dog. Oh yeah, exactly right. So, I love the inspiration though. Yeah, that's great. So, so um, then it wasn't it wasn't a tremendous amount of um, avocado uh, in there, but you know, it's pretty you know it's pretty pretty wide roll. Um, at least the last time I did it, it was uh, I think the roll had something like you know like an inch and a half diameter or something that's just stuffed with. More than half an avocado, so pretty good for a little hot dog thing. Yeah, I actually think I'm just I'm kind of inspired to want to put avocados on my hot dogs. Yeah, that would be interesting. <laughs> I don't know what would happen, but you know, like I, I actually uh, one version of this that I tried was I did basically the same thing, and instead of putting mustard on it, I um, I kind of doused it with. Um, guacamole along Whoa. the time. you know because okay. you know we've seen a hot dog like that i think yeah and it was kind of like um an avocado drowning in its own juices mm. you know uh but uh that was that was good but um not better to the point where i made it my sandwich because it was definitely more difficult so got it um, so, so what about you for taste? I'm going to go seven. This was, uh, this was tasty. I would, uh, I would do this again in a heartbeat. Um, the, the mustard was pretty important. Um, I think you could probably do it with mayo too, but you know, I didn't want to knock down my nutrition score. So, um, yeah. And, and you know, I don't usually use stuff, um, like mustard, so um, yeah, you should try. You know, this I know. Is our... I, sh- I should push my limits here. Yeah, although uh, you know, your um, the steak, Swiss cheese, avocado thing was not probably a, a prime time to uh, to experiment with something like that. But yeah, but you get yeah. chances. Yeah, I um, yeah. So it, for me, and for taste, uh, I get, actually gave mine a nine out of ten. I immediately bit into this, and and where I bit into it, and immediately thought. This is awesome. That's that's fantastic. It sounds yeah. really good. It was so tasty. Um, 
And uh, the bread, obviously pretzel bread is just awesome. So that tasted great. Um, the milk, the cheese, and the avocado gave it this nice little creaminess. The flavors all really work well together, including the protein. Um, so I was uh, I was incredibly pleased with this. I just I had it just as such a um, it was a very tasty um, experience. I'll get into more of the experience later, but the actual taste of it uh, absolutely almost topped the charts. It just was just was wonderful for, for a lunch on a, on, on a Friday at work, and it just was fun. I highly recommend something like too. this. It really was filling. I put a lot of avocado in. <laughs> so there was, uh, like, each each sandwich had about half of an avocado um, bit of slices in it. So nice. that was great. Yeah. Great? Yeah. Um, I'm impressed. And, well, you know, I, I, we... Uh, I, I, um, I, it, it makes me happy to know, to know that you enjoyed that sandwich. I did. It, this is, you know, th- this is the great joy of doing this type of work or doing this type of uh, play, <laughs> um, yeah. which is that we get to actually, like, uh, you know, really improve the, uh, yeah. you know, our day-to-day experience. Sometimes you, you know? catch uh, lightning in a bottle. Right. Right. It was great. It was totally worth it. I had been so busy, and it was so nice just to relax and have a, uh, a wonderful pretzel sandwich. Mm. Um, let, let me also speak to integrity before I kick it back to you, because I think that this actually was a major part of the experience for me. Sure. Um, this one I gave a five out of five. Really? Great. Yeah, because because the melted cheese kept everything together, which I've seen consistently now across several sandwiches we made, where the melted cheese really kind of holds it in a way that you can't really quite um, when it's not melted. So uh, the, this this one w- without the melted cheese would have really been a much different experience. And so. you're and you're able to fit it. Uh, yes. Yeah. No, it, it no was, problem was, with your 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 jaw not being hinged yes. properly. It was bite sized, as it were, and uh, worked. It worked great, and it's fantastic. It really was wonderful. And what about you for integrity? Um, I also went five, just because it, you know, it was it was of a size where, I mean, if you think of just eating like a regular hot dog, exactly. I mean, you know, there's no there's no mess. You just eat it one bite at a time. This was basically like exactly like that, and uh, yeah. So it was maybe the the this. Uh, Avocado hot dog sandwich. Mm-hmm. This was its uh, its finest attribute. Well, I will say that I I, I think that you should uh, take some credit for the rolling over the avocado because I think that totally uh, is related to your integrity. Yeah, I I think I think you're right. Uh, it was just going to be hard to get all of everything in there. It already complicated things by kind of just laying the cheese in on the bottom. Exactly right. Right. Um, which I think you, I mean, I think you found that basically in week two, right? Yep. With, um, with the, the Gouda where you, you put, you, you put that stuff in early, then stuff just going to kind of get squeezed out. Oh yes, yes, yes. I remember. I think I also did it with mozzarella balls. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think you're right. There was something oh, right. about it. But then yeah. you, you used a similar technique with the mozzarella balls. Exactly right. Which I was, at the, was yes, yes. Uh, which I thought was actually quite good, and here we are—we're picking up another pro tip. <laughs> yeah, all right. I think it has elevated to the level of pro tip now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, wrap wrap the stuff inside. Uh, well, yeah. Let me uh, let me ask you though, um, conversation piece. How you doing? Oh yes. So I, I would say that uh, it, it became a conversation piece. This is this is not a theoretical consideration. I think many. Uh, well, I was assembling the sandwich. I, I got some comments about. Um, it looked, uh, I, I forget the exact comments, but it seemed like people were very interested in it. 
so it's, it's an interesting looking sandwich. It looked like people are like, what is that? Um, the pretzel bread, I think, was was a big part of that. It's like, wow, that's a good idea, right? Um, there you go. So the I would say that sandwich the sandwich wing man. I, I would say that the the uh, <laughs> the the, the, the bread really raised this to the level of great conversation. <laughs> so I gave this a four out of five. Oh, great. All right. Yeah. I, I think the only thing that kept it away from being like a five out of five is that there wasn't like another piece that was really bold. It's just that a pretzel bread is just fun to have. Uh, yeah, and, and it just looked like a really good sandwich. Exactly right, right. So yeah. it's like, oh, that looks like a great sandwich. So um, if, we, if we had a, a rating for looks, I think this would have been quite high. Yeah, so like sometimes looks can be deceiving. In this case, this that was not true. No, no, che- cheese and pretzel. It was like it was like eating uh, at a bar. It was great. Um, cool. So, uh, and for you, conversation piece. I'm, I'm going back to middle of the road here. Um, I think they looked uh, a little interesting because um, it did, you know, kind of look like a hot dog, but it was immediately apparent that they weren't. Yes. Especially having a little mm-hmm. avocado like sticking out of the sides. Um, it was, you know, attracted a little bit of attention, but nothing crazy. So, well, I, well, yeah. I mean, if I had seen that, I would have asked you about it. Well, there you go. So it was. Um, I mean, had I not had I used like a regular, just regular bread with these ingredients, you know, we're in like one territory, I think, for conversation piece, maybe. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this it's more. Of, this was more of a style thing. And, I, you know, just putting it on a regular bread, I don't know what would have happened in the avocado that would have been squirting out all over the place or whatever. So That's true. Yeah. Uh, it, we, we, uh, we can only speculate. But I will say to round this out. Um, yes, please. From an experience standpoint, I'm going four. This was a, it was a, it was a mouthful of really good flavors. The, the, the strong mustard was, was important. Um, but, you know, there was no... Uh, inconsistency of flavor, um, even yes. with respect to the the mustard, I only I only did it you know one line down, but you know I just kind of bit a bit off uh, piece by piece. It was uh, very consistent. I liked the consistency of the of the avocado. Um, I yeah I, I enjoyed it, so I'm, I'm going for an experience. Oh right, yeah, well, I would say I yeah I did. Uh... I rank this really low. The taste was great, but the experience of this was actually quite uh, was, was 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 not so good. I gave this two out of five. Um, and uh, did you have to mo- fight with the steak tips? Yes, I did. There, there were there there was a yes. I had to fight with the steak tips. I felt like this sandwich had a kind of smooth, creamy consistency that was kind of easy to uh, bite into, except for the steak. But since I wanted a protein, I wanted to add that back in. So I think that, you know, for the, I think the taste of it, once you kind of, you know, got it all chewed and kind of done, um, you know, it kind of one consistent bite, um, you know, it was very tasty. But the experience of kind of like getting that bite prepared when you're eating it was, was just, uh, it took away um, huh. from my, uh, from my happiness with the, uh, with the experience. So, um, so I, I ranked this a little bit low because I think the sandwich could have stood alone. Uh, the sandwich, yeah, the sandwich stands alone. Sandwich could have stood alone <laughs> on, um, uh, you know, without the uh, without the steak tips. Uh, it could have it could have been a, a very interesting kind of veg- vegetarian type um, approach. Could you um, have cut the steak tips like into smaller pieces? 
I did. I did cut them into smaller pieces, but I probably should have cut them into even smaller pieces now that I think about it. Um, I, I I can't recall the exact kind of uh, width of them, but um, but I felt like I could have cut them more. So I think I think part of that maybe maybe it had taken away from the experience as well. Um, but I was glad to have had a protein in it. So I think from the nutritional value, maybe that maybe that helped bump it up a little bit. You know, yeah, to have taste protein is king. As part of my meal. It tastes as king. So the fact that I was able to max out that, and you and I have you've, you we both talked about the fact that you know there's always going to be these trade offs, right? So like. The fact that this was a nine out of ten taste maybe meant that I did compromise something on the nutrition side. Yeah, um, and nine just makes it worth it. Um, I agree, no matter what. So I agree. So so overall, my sandwich uh, got a twenty-four. Oh, really? Yeah, I think so. I uh, I think I got my numbers right. Uh, and what about yours? Well, let me let me write yours down because that surprises okay. me. Okay. Okay. So so you went ease of assembly. Two. Oh, okay. Oh, and nutrition was pretty low. Yes, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Um, yep. All right. Um, that's, 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 uh, that's interesting. It's have, a middle of the road a thing. With a taste score that was that high, and then, yeah. Well, I think I dinged it on a lot of other stuff, so. Um, yeah, right. Right. It was not easy to assemble either, so, you know. So it's like, you know, if I had to, like, kill the, um, Kill the cow. I would. I would have. I would have said that was even harder to assemble. Thankfully, the cow had already been <laughs> had already been disposed of. It already been cooked. Yes, and cooked. Right. So that, and that you, cow was toast. It's the sandwich made out of it was not. It was, it was a pretzel stick. But but I toasted it. Oh right, you did. <laughs> well, I mean, not toasted, it, but I I put it in the microwave. Yeah, Sorry, right. different different experiences here. We, yeah, we got to be scientifically. Uh, Scientifically accurate here. Yeah, there's a difference, uh, yeah. Yeah, there is, yes. Uh, yeah, so I ended up at 25. Oh, okay. All right, then. So we, uh, we're very much the same. If I had pushed one of mine up a point, we would have been the same this week, yeah. So, um, yeah. Well, mine was, um, didn't taste as good. But, uh, I don't know. Experience-wise, um, might have taken good advantage of avocado and then um you know the taste was was not anywhere near where you were so yeah i think we've got basically these examples of trade-off oh yeah and uh you know it's 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 actually not a bad uh we don't have to necessarily segue yet but it doesn't sound like a bad segue to uh our discussion of franklin about these trade-offs i think that's probably as as good as we're gonna get yeah so um because, it, you know, I, I think you and I, and I'll, maybe I'll just jump into it. I mean, I think, you know, when we were briefly talking before the call, we were talking about how th- there's something about this list that, uh, that Franklin's 13 Virtues, something about that list that kind of begs to be compared with um, the experience of eating food and preparing it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and admittedly, except for this context uh, of being on Sandwich Wingman podcast, um, we, we may not even have thought to, to try to make these comparisons, but um, That's right. there, <laughs> there, there is a lot there, and it's just going to be, I think it's going to be a lot of fun to, to kind of walk through. Uh, I, I'm looking forward to putting you on the spot for some oh, of good. these and comparing oh, them to, uh, to sandwich making. Okay, good. Okay. Well, you should okay. put me on the spot. But Maybe here's, we, uh, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to read yeah, I'm gonna read all 13 of them. Thank you. Thank and you. And then we're yeah. going to go back and uh, and talk about them one at a time. Because as uh, Franklin put them in a very specific order, so yes. Okay, um, temperance, silence, 
order, resolution, frugality, industry, sincerity, justice, moderation, cleanliness, tranquility, chastity, and humility. Those are, those are the 13 that uh, Franklin basically set out to improve his life by making deliberate efforts to kind of improve his performance on these. Right. And that's uh, when we kicked off the episode, we were reading from number one. There's a little comment there to number one, temperance. Eat not oh, yeah, to the... dullness, drink not to elevation. Oh, yeah. I, mean, it, the, the, I, think, I think the beauty of this particular presentation of his is the fact that he was able to kind of, in a very pithy uh, description, kind of capture the, the virtue. Right, so like, um, I mean, the temperance one you just read yeah, is, is excellent, right? Eat, eat not to dullness, drink not to elevation. I mean, yeah, there's one that he skipped, but yeah, that's right. I, I noticed that. I was wondering uh, uh, why he would have skipped making uh, chastity uh, pithy. Um, so uh, <laughs> maybe it's uh, already we, pithy. Ah, uh, maybe it is. Like maybe, or maybe, yeah. Uh, who knows? Uh, it, it, this could be a mystery to be to, to be yeah, solved. He doesn't, right? he doesn't come back and talk about it, so. You're right. He ne- yes, you are. Yes, if I'm if I'm correct, if we're both correct, I think that's right, right? So I think so. Um, certainly not in this uh, section nine. I think of his book. Um, so yeah. So so temperance. Um, I, yeah. So he says he says um, temperance means a lot of things to different people, but um, it looks like he's confined it to eating and drinking because uh, he's got moderation. That's a different one. Exactly right. Yeah, right. So, which which is very interesting to think, uh, you know, for, I mean, this could almost be our um, tagline, you know. Eat eat, not to dullness. Eat not to dullness. Um, uh, Quote quote the Franklin. (laughs) Okay. Uh, But yeah, so it's... Yeah, no more dullness in bold flavors, which is I think what we were trying to go for. Maybe maybe some week we'll finally get to uh, I'll, I'll be able to use some uh, sriracha or something to add some. Uh, to, to, yeah. So I so I can eat not to dullness. I would I would support that, but I think I think here though is he's like eat eat not to the point where you yourself become. Oh dull. yeah yes well 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 made point yeah, right. um, which I have done on many an occasion. <laughs> I well, so I, I have also. Yes, I mean, and drinking not to elevation, I think, can resonate with many of us. Yes, and this is Super Bowl Sunday, so. Oh yes, you are right. Yes, uh, go, uh, go, go, Pats. That's right. <laughs> I, I don't want to show my allegiances, but I just did. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're having the same struggles to to uh, stick to your priorities that that Franklin had. So exactly, I, and I think that uh, it's hard for me not to say that that my sandwich. Uh, uh, because of its size, was not overinflated. Uh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. So silence. Uh, it seems no, like no, a good... Well, well, is this yes, temperance? Yes. Is this is this something that is this a an important virtue to you? Is this something that you think you would have to adopt? I, I will say that the uh, it's hard not to uh, have it resonate to say. To drink not to elevation. I think that totally resonates. Be temperate about your approach to drinking. I think that uh, all of us can take, you know, all of us have, have known experiences where we get up the next morning, right, and we say, I should have I should have drunk not to elevation. 
<laughs> gotcha. Um, that's true. I, so I, it's, I, a, it's a lesson that the world keeps teaching us. I think that's right. I think that's right. And we don't uh, learn it very well. We don't learn it well, and I and but it's it's hard not to imagine it, it not being a real ideal. I mean, a real, a real virtue. I mean, it really it really strikes me as something that you sh- that we can strive for that actually make our lives better. I think it's a I think it's an important uh, note too about what comes first. Um, this list of thirteen, yes. Frank, Franklin ordered them not in terms of how important they were, but in terms of the the sequence in which he thought he should work on. You know, turning them into habit. Exactly, which means that you really have to start with this foundation of, of good food and and, and, yeah. and good drinking before you can develop these other virtues. We yeah. are and, we are what we eat. Yes, right? and uh, if you're not feeling good, then you're not going to do too much with the on the rest of this list. So yeah, it'd be hard to resolve things. That's and, a, that's uh, a good lesson by itself. And, and and to be industrious. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I totally agree. That you're totally right. So so maybe it's in some sense just like uh, on several weeks of readings, it really is a call, um, and or really really gives a sense of purpose to the sandwich wingman episode. It's like wow, you're right. Like maybe maybe food first. Food first. <laughs> the more you know. Do-do-do-do. Anyway, uh, silence, anyway. which is something I probably should have stuck to. Yeah, me, uh, me, me, three too, me too. Ago. Me too as well. Yes. Uh, but yeah, speak not, but what may benefit others or yourself. Um, so I feel like... Um, Avoid trifling conversation. Exactly, right. So of course we are we are taking this to heart. Yeah, yeah, right. It's like you and I, you know, we just wouldn't talk at all unless we were recording and trying to help other people. <laughs> uh, no, I, I'm more just saying that I, you know, I, I think that we were trying to take to heart the uh, the avoid trifling conversation. We, we were trying to have a a, oh, a substantive a substantive discussion of food and literature. It's very meta. Yes, yes. Uh, but uh, but but we we, we shouldn't. Uh, here, here, I'm going to try this. We should not avoid uh, truffling conversation. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, that's. Uh... Because because you know some week we may have truffle as the main ingredient. We, I I think we won't. Oh, okay. I, I enjoyed your joke, but I've got one rule, my friend. I'm willing oh, you're to right. try anything. You're anything right. Except mushrooms. That's not gonna right. happen. Oh, you're right. I forgot that this would be part of the mushroom rule. Yes. Uh, that, it, it, maybe we need to give maybe the some rule oil, a name, like truffle oil. Ah, I yes. Okay. Yeah, you do the essence of of the mushroom. Yeah, because it's really the, um, it's not even the idea that bothers me, it's the the consistency of the mushroom that just drives me crazy. Oh, right, so if we were able to give you the mushroom without the consistency. Right. Oh, then I, I'm inspired here. Maybe maybe I should actually, uh, you know, to, to, you know, put down the gauntlet um, and, and uh, f- figure out what that would be. So, so, we, we, so we, we should now avoid trifling conversation about truffling. <laughs> Probably um, we did get a little off track. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, 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 so order. Uh, let all your things have their places. Uh, let each part of your business have its time. I mean, first of all, I just love the cadence of his of his uh, of his expressions there. That's true. Uh, there, uh, there are a lot of sentences that begin with "let" that, that yes. just just have a lot of gravity. I totally agree. I, um, you know, he's a. Yeah, a, a founding father. Uh, so, um, 
Was he a father? Do, do uh, you know this? I, I don't know this. I didn't do that. And we'll leave it there. I didn't do that type of background research. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought maybe he'd know. I, you know, I don't no, know. I, I don't. I, I'm uh, uh, I'm not a historian. Um, <laughs> you could be an historian and still not know that. I think that's so. true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. All right. So the, let we, all of your things have their places. Yes. But each is that. Do you read that as um, like a metaphorical place, or like a literal place? Let all of your actual tangible things have their places, or oh, or, that's interesting. Or talking I, about intangible things. I, I'm assuming because he's such a practical person, he's talking about the tangible in this particular case, okay. right? Yeah, all right. Um, but except that each part of your business then gets into a more figurative um, uh, realm, right? Let each, let each part of your business have its time. Yeah, all right. Well, yeah, but, but time time is figurative. True. Yes. Right. So. Uh, but I love the I love the notion of like you know there's a you know you, I think the, the the image that comes to mind is being in a home and have every have there be a specific assigned place for all your things right like the, my keys always go in this bowl uh, you know like this room is meant for watching TV so there is a TV there and a couch right like that's the place for uh, these I'm just things. I'm just picturing you trying to incorporate this and like you've gotten like a label maker and like everything's got a label. Well, it reminds me of of, uh, of the experience of like labeling things in other languages when you're trying to learn them. Oh, interesting. Uh, but uh, but that's that's beside the point. Um, <laughs> Maybe a little bit. Uh, order so let each part of your business have its time. Um, that's that's difficult. I mean, well, Franklin had difficulty actually making this happen. Yes, that's what I remember from reading as well. Yeah, uh, but um, you know, that's that's about as difficult as it gets. Have, like it's kind of like being being your own boss it's hard to be it's hard to like live and move forward and at the same time stay completely aware of you know yourself from from 10,000 feet at the same time no exactly yeah um, I mean it's, it's amazing to think that you'd have to because I think what he gets into about the the time issue is that in order for you to keep your part of your business in its own time, uh, you have to kind of the difficulty he faced was not that he couldn't keep the the times correct is that he couldn't align his business schedule with others business schedules in a way that he meant that he always could have a consistent um, you know order of business right so yeah it's, it's an interesting thing you you know it, we all kind of face this in the real world right where you know we try to uh, develop habits but it's not necessarily of our fault that we can't keep them up because it kind of has an interdependence with other people. Yeah, true. All right, well, uh, resolution. Yeah, so resolve to perform what you ought. Um, perform without fail what you resolve. So first of all, like, it's obvious, it's, uh, you know, here we are uh, at the beginning of February, but uh, but it's, it's it's easy to think back on, on January 1 when everybody makes resolutions, right? Um, so to resolve to perform what you ought, right? So when you um, have decided that you will, you will move forward with something, you will execute it um just like when we resolve an ingredient every week so like we that's we, right we, we resolved avocado and we brought the avocado to execution so so even more than uh even more than the previous one this really has two very separate pieces right 
because because let's say having a resolution and then actually oh, achieving yes. it yes, that's that's different. important and a lot of people struggle with that myself included exactly um but maybe my my bigger problem um is making the resolution in the first place you're right that's uh that's the biggest challenge of all that's and that's that's where um a more formal approach to kind of monitoring yourself can probably bear the most fruit. Um, True. In addition yep. to a point that Franklin makes later about how we started to track all 13 of these every day, he was surprised going back by like how unsuccessful he was. So like there's that there's that um that's that's a good thing from from monitoring as well, but but uh, I think probably just making the resolutions in the first place. Yeah, that is tough. In fact, I'm not sure if I habitually resolve. You know, yeah, like I mean, I, it really takes sitting down and thinking. Right, and I see myself as planful, but not necessarily one who, like, um, resolves that I will do something, right? Like, so, you know, a plan would be like, you know, um, I will plan to, uh, I don't know. I guess plans and resolutions might be somewhat related, but... Um, but, it, I mean, maybe plans can be a little more reactionary, where it's like, oh, well, I have to do this. Now, how am I going to accomplish doing this? Correct. That's, Whereas, that doesn't quite get the, the the essence of, you know, sitting down and figuring out what you should resolve and then resolving it. Right, like uh, like, a, like the, the typical resolution of, of going to the gym more, right? Like, I, I will go to the gym more. I will, I will go three times a week. I have resolved that exercise would be a, a, a non-negotiable part of my life. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah, but like, uh, how many even much less obvious ones are are possible that we just don't think of? That could no, that's be helpful. True. Yeah, I hadn't thought of that. So maybe this actually is kind of a call to action here. Um, yeah, we'll make and, a sandwich every week. Right. So that that was our that that was our resolution. You're right. Uh, and we, and we try to perform without fail. That's right. We've we've been successful. Yes. We don't try to do this every day. Right. Yeah, we, we, we resolved something that was very manageable, and we uh, kind of developed an order of things that uh, allowed us to uh, to do this. So here we are uh, yet again on a uh, on a uh, weekend morning, um, uh, you know, executing our resolution. Yeah. All right. Uh, frugality. Make uh, no expense, but to do good to others or yourself. I e waste nothing. Oh yeah, this this one's the good one, right? I mean, waste nothing. Um, yes. Uh, I mean, th- this is a remarkable thing, and, and this is related to like savings and the. Um, is, isn't this also related to what is referred to as the Protestant ethic? Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. And the Protestant ethic and the spirit of capitalism. I think that's by uh, Weber, right? Um, so. Yeah, make no expense, but to do good to others or yourself. So this is actually the frugality here is not just about not wasting anything, but it seems to also suggest um, some sort of um, sharing of your of your of, of the, your wealth, right? So the wealth of uh, you know the stuff that is the surplus to what you need to. Well, is uh, it is it surplus. is it like really about making sure you do that, or just like look, you know, anytime you spend. It has to do some kind of good. Now it's okay if it does good for somebody else, you know, not yourself, not <clears throat> someone other than yourself. Right. But um, 
you know, there's, there are no other permissible categories of spending money. Right, because in some sense, this would actually violate other virtues, right? So you, you could imagine the first one, um, you could you could violate the drinking too much, you know, don't drink too much virtue. Uh, and by violating that, you'd be spending more than you would be doing good to yourself. Yeah, that's true. Um, but I don't I, know if I, everyone in the world would agree with that, but... But I like this notion because it, it kind of speaks to generosity in, in a good way, right? So, like, sometimes that the waste nothing, you could easily interpret that as being like, I'm going to be... Um, frugal in a way that I don't use my resource to buy people gifts or something like that, like, you know, or, or I, I minimize, but in yeah. fact, it's, it's not saying that you shouldn't be, um, extravagant in your, in your gift giving. It actually just means that you, you, you only should make expenses if you think it serves the good. True. So I, I, so I think I've always interpreted this or heard kind of frugality as a, um, what do they call it? Like penny pinching, but this is yeah. more just or, like every, like every excuse not to be generous. Exactly. Right. Right. But I feel but here, like they, here that exception has been carved out. Exactly. So, largely. Yeah. yeah. What I what I feel like it's he's he's done wonderful work here. Um, but yeah. So I and I feel like this speaks to um, you know like the the types of commitments we make even to doing this podcast, right? Uh, yeah. You know. Yeah. So. Uh, All right. Let's pick up a little. Uh, yeah. So industry, uh, yeah. lose no time, be always employed in something useful, cut off all unnecessary actions. Well, there it is. How, how, how fruitful was that to say at that moment? That's amazing. Um, <laughs> the, uh, uh, yeah, so be always employed in something useful. So we you know, try to um, cut off any unnecessary discussion here of, uh, of virtues that... Uh, is, this, know, is this, um, is this an important one for you? Like is, uh, from this menu of 13, yes. is, this, is this one that sticks out to you as something that you'd like to incorporate in your own life um for sure i i, I think it's sometimes in, in my life and other times it's been less about uh uh industry in terms of not losing any time but but in terms of productivity yeah um and I, and I think that that's not quite the same here i think when we think of industriousness we think um you know like at the end of the day you've checked off many things from your resolution list right yeah but in, but in, in this case it's more that that in what you do you are not wasteful yeah, of of time, right? So like time, sometimes people say time is a virtue, or you know, um, but lose no time, right? So I I don't know. But what about you for industry? So this is like the opposite of patience being a virtue. So that's what you're saying. Yes, exactly right. Be be impatient. Right. So do you feel like this is something that that resonates with you? Um, I I see why I see how this is like an ideal, but um, I I I like losing time a lot. Yeah, I. Uh, <laughs> that's uh, you know I, I love I love working hard on something and feeling like I'm um, you know tearing through it and the synapses are all firing and um, you know uh, right and left brain are working together and that's it's just that's that's pleasurable but um, you know I I don't know I also enjoy doing nothing so. Well, you know, this, you know, the, the concept that comes to my mind here is is flow, right? The sense of losing time and like, you know, it's one of like the few, like the the several dimensions of happiness. And, 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 sound like and, a tai chi instructor or something. But, no, but the, but the loss of time, uh, or the lot, you know, when um, or I should say the the uh, the experience of being kind of outside of time, like forgetting about time. Passing, yeah, okay. It's, it's a very pleasant experience, um, and I think that's obviously I think that's referred to as flow. Um, it's like when you're like working on a nice, uh, you know, 
a bit of data analysis and you kind of get lost in it and you just start to explore and explore and, and everything just kind of, um, you know, every, every next step just comes at just the right time. So you just, you just, it just flows. Um, right. but yes, yeah, sincerity is the next one, right? Yes. Um, so you use no hurtful deceit, think innocently and justly. And if you speak, speak accordingly. Yeah. Delightful. This is probably my favorite. Um, yeah. Right. I mean, because this also says think innocently and justly, which is fascinating, right? Yeah, I mean, that, um, you're right. Whereas just about everything else, everything else here is about actions and not about thoughts. You're right. Um, yeah, that's an interesting point. But, you know, I do think this is important. Um, well, why, I, I why? like the use no hurtful deceit. I mean, that's what's right. The point, what's the point of that? Right. Really? Um, now, 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 you said this is your favorite. Yeah. Well, how so? Uh, this is of of the ones on here. This is the one that I'm most likely to to keep. To put this, yes. uh, you know, in in my own cognitive toolkit. This is the yes. one that's most likely to hang around. Uh, so, so I, you know, the the idea of not speaking. If um, if you aren't, you know, poised to be sincere, right? I think I think I just think that everyone kind of respects that in other people, without a doubt, without and, a doubt. Uh, yeah. So. Um, and and injustice, uh, wrong none by doing injuries or omitting the benefits that are your duty. Um. So do not. It's interesting. It says uh, omitting the benefits that are your duty. So this is um, is this a sense of of um. So how is this different from I guess sincerity? This is a um. It's more 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 actions, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Than than words or thoughts. Um, the the duty thing um, right. is different. You know, if you let's say you were a judge, you know, or or a lawyer, or um. You know anything for which you have responsibility? I don't know. Though the world overall would be better if everyone followed this. Without a doubt. I mean, this is. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, justice is key here, right? So even yeah. So, um, so I, I, in yeah. terms of like policing himself, right? Because yes, Franklin's right. trying to change himself through that's these. right. That's right. Um, the wrong done by doing injuries part. That's. Hopefully not that hard. Exactly to, to remember, right? It's the it's the omitting benefit the benefits that are your duty. That's it's easier to fall short through omission than, exactly than through action. I guess that's right. That's right. So this is really you have to actually actively, um, you know, do do, do good for others to, to provide the benefits that are your duty as a as a citizen. I guess. As yeah. a member of society, so it's just like yet another thing to monitor. Like the beginning of uh, resolution, resolve to perform what you want. Right. It's just, um, you know, the only way to accomplish both of those together is is to make sure you think about it. You know, regularly. So. Yeah. So, uh, how about uh, moderation here? Yeah. So avoid extremes. Forbear resenting injuries so much that so much as you think they deserve. Huh. Yes. 
citizenship. This is like the response to justice almost, right? Um, yeah, true. Uh, right, forbear resenting injuries that others do to you, right? Um, so, so that's interesting because I often think of the of the, the former, the avoid extremes as what moderation is, but it's fascinating when you actually dig into this that he actually has this other, um, you know, dimension of it. Um, so like moderation is like, you know, don't, uh, it's almost like uh, the opposite of the, what's the, the equal and opposite reaction kind of principle, right? <laughs> like someone has wronged you, so you feel like you have to wrong them in equal part. Whereas this says, like, you kind of can absorb a wrong and, and respond uh, in, a, in a much more buffered way, right? Or, or, or not at all. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, and you, I think, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. go ahead. Well, I was going to say, and the avoiding extremes part is just, it just, yeah, I, think it's, I think as we grow older, I, I think as you're younger, right, you want to kind of exp- explore and, uh, and push the envelope and explore those extremes. Like, you know, how far can I do this? How much can I drink or something? But as you grow older you realize more and more the like this kind of balancing act, uh, you know, work-life balance, uh, you know, the balance of, of not drinking too much, but still having, you know, enough to drink or something, all that stuff really, I, I think you learn that and you cultivate that virtue, but it takes time. But I, but I think, I think we can really appreciate the avoiding of the extremes is actually something, um, that really, that really does lead to a happier life. Uh, I think so. But I mean, I also, I, I don't love, uh, Obviously, there are times when moderation is important. Yes, but I, you know, like what is what is life if if everything's going to be beige? You know? I, I I think you're right. I uh, I do think that you're right. I mean, it's, maybe it shouldn't they shouldn't avoid extremes. Maybe you should like um, you know use extremes sparingly. Yeah, right. True. Um, because I, I think you're right. I, I think generally speaking, you wouldn't want every day to be like. Uh, I mean, as much as we want, like, everything to be, like, a, a 10 out of 10 in terms of happiness, I think there's something to be said for, like, having something, you know, a, a stable good life that has several moments of great spikes of that, rather than, like, having yeah. it be, like, uh, you know, 100 miles per hour the whole time of, like, exhilaration, right? I, I just feel like uh, right. it's not sustainable. Um, but I, I will say I will say what is sustainable is cleanliness, or at least it should be, right? Well, well let, uh, me, let me just uh, – yes, one other yeah. thing about the moderation. Oh, please. Yes, yes. To, uh, forbear resenting injuries so much as oh, they yes. think they deserve. Right. Um, I think, you know, a lot like uh, what I said about the sincerity thing. I think that right. is something that people universally respect. When you find out that somebody, you know, could have – Exactly. Had, you know, really good grounds to say, hey, uh, you know, I wasn't treated fairly here or um, – you know, people people who get sniped at, you know, how do they respond? Is it do they snipe right back? Right. You know, sometimes that's called for, um, but when you know when it's not necessary, like like for me, you know, if I'm not representing a client because that's different, right? Um, you know, I respect when I respect when people find out when I find out that people kind of were wronged but kind of just sucked it up, and maybe that's also. Um, you know this point of you know relationships doing best when when your expectation is that you're gonna like give sixty percent and receive forty percent then mm-hmm. like everyone's happy because things get you know things get magnified it's never gonna be exactly equal it's, yep yep uh, yeah. It, it, yeah and i and i I think you're right i think that I think the respect is there I also think that um you know it just you, uh, I, I, I wasn't sure what I was going to say there, but I was just thinking about, um, 
well, whether or not there's any um, downside to not responding. You know, to your point about not yeah. always avoiding extremes, whether or not like sometimes in moderation in, as a response to be injured is actually not the right response, right? Yeah, I, I agree with that too. Like, like, like the just war theory, right? Where like, in fact, you like the ends might justify the means, right? Or something. I, that's not the same type of thing, but yeah, no, but, I, I see where you're coming from. Yeah. You know, there, there are some times where you where, where you are, uh, you know, morally uh, not morally obligated, but it's 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 morally sound to say you will respond with with extensive force. Yeah, or I'd even just take it back to you know being a lawyer. Like you do your your um, you owe your client um, to represent them zealously. And exactly right. You know, you can't. Uh, sometimes that means you know. Uh, decorum is not the is not the highest priority. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Well, cleanliness. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say yes. Yes, yes. I'm gonna say yes as well. <laughs> say 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 yes to the cleanliness. Yes, that's a that's a good that's a good one. Yep. Um, Trick I guess I, yep. it's it's weird that it's so late in this list. Yeah, but, well, per- uh, well, apparently, uh, unless you, yeah, it is. I agree with that. I'm not sure what to, how to speak to that. Um, so, so eating properly—that's you know—that's an important first step. Yeah, and, and being but industrious you, you and everything. Can be dirty. Yeah, yeah right. Um, it really is interesting. Um, but uh, but what about tranquility? Yeah, is this is this talking to me? Be not disturbed at truffles. <laughs> Be yeah, not tri- disturbed at trifles or at accidents, common or unavoidable. Yes. Yeah. Sure. Um, that is that is a that's a I, I agree with that. That's a that's a virtue to um, aspire to, right? Uh, without a doubt. I mean, it's interesting. I wonder how much that's different from um, moderation. But um, well, you know, it's. Um, it's more about how you actually feel, maybe. Right. Yeah, like the don't the not sweating of the small stuff. Yeah, you can't you can't sweat the small stuff. Uh, and it's all small stuff. <laughs> uh, but yes, I, I think this. I mean, yeah, I think this is a universally good one. So yeah, it's um, also um, even like it fits with frugality, right? Exactly. Like if right. you can't, okay. I, I mean, if if doing something about it can help, then great. If it can't, then you know, be not disturbed. Like what? What? What's the point of being disturbed without purpose? Without a doubt, this uh, words to live by. Um, right, so number twelve. Yeah, number number twelve. Maybe we just leave it at number twelve. Yeah, uh, no, number twelve is Franklin's number twelve. It's the opposite of um, at least one rule number one somewhere. Oh right, exactly. Yes, it's yes. A, all right, so chastity, right, and um, that is presented without comment. Which maybe may, may we ben can Franklin. We can also respect that without comment. <laughs> hey, you do you, Ben Franklin. Yeah, or exactly. Don't. <laughs> or don't, whatever. <laughs> do. uh, and uh, thirteen humility. Yes. Humility. Imitate Jesus and Socrates. So I, I like this. I, I, I think there's maybe like an internal um, inconsistency of yes. the idea that, that one can imitate Jesus and Socrates. Sure, that, that, that is true. Interesting, yeah. Um, 
But yeah, okay. Yeah. I buy it. This well, is the I mean, one I, that uh, Franklin said that he didn't do too well with. Like, this was kind of tacked on by him after. Yes, yes. Because people, he says a Quaker friend said that uh, people thought he was too proud. So so then he's like, well, I, I'll work on it. And he, he said he had a lot more success in um, having the appearance of humility than actually having humility. Ah, Right, because here you are writing a, a list of 13 virtues and say you're going to live by a bold and arduous, uh, or whatever he says, right? Um, yeah, he's going to have his bold and arduous project at moral perfection and arriving at moral So, yes, it already sounds it like he... It is bold. It is bold. Uh, it is arduous. Yep. And, uh, but you, you, your, your point about, about you know, um, what did you say? Like showing humility rather than actually being humble or something? Yeah, um, he said he did a lot better in, with the appearance. Ah, yes, the appearance of it, yes. In our text, that's a, I think appearance is in italics, for whatever that's worth. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so... I cannot boast of much success in acquiring the reality of this virtue, <laughs> but I had a good deal with regard to the appearance of it. That's delightful. I made it a rule to forbear all direct contradiction to the sentiments of others. Mm-hmm. And he goes on to basically explain that this ended up being a, a really good rhetorical device for him to 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 be more humble in these interactions because if it looks like you're giving someone someone else's thought its due, then you know if it looks like you're really internalizing it, then I think people feel like they owe you a duty to do the same thing. Yes. And, uh, you know, whatever's right is going to win out. So, a meeting of the minds. That's the, that's the, um, the goal. So. Yeah, well, this is, uh, uh, you know, a, a lucky number 13 uh, virtues here. Um, right. It's, uh, first of all, I, I, yeah, it's, it's a powerful list. Uh, I think it's been actually been fun to kind of walk through it. Um, yeah, there's a, there are a few things here to take with us, I think. Yeah, without a doubt. Like about the uh, you were talking about sincerity. There's something about let let all their things have their places. I mean, I think there's stuff to live on. Waste nothing, right? So, like when I've made my sandwiches, you know, I feel like every once in a while right. I use leftovers. I use well, leftovers. That's true. But also, I was thinking about like I use too much avocado, so I should like be really thoughtful about the amount of ingredient to put into the sandwich. I think that's something that I should start kind of working on as a. Uh, that's something I resolve to do. Gotcha. All right, my friend. Any any other final thoughts? Um. Uh, no, no thoughts on this. It just makes me think about what uh, I'm excited to think about what next week might bring. Oh yeah, that's right. We need an we need an ingredient. We do need an ingredient. Um. So. How about chicken? Ch- chicken. Um. I think it's time. Let's yeah. do that one. Chicken? Chicken it is. Chicken it is. Yes. I, um, it will give us a good opportunity to... Uh... <laughs> yeah, chicken. All right. Thanks for that. Okay, so this is uh, episode... <laughs> this is the end of... Episode five. Uh, uh, I'm Rob Hanna. This is uh, I'm here with Ryan Morrison. And, Please follow uh, us on Twitter at yep. Sandwich Wingman. Yep. 
And uh, we look forward to uh, delving into some chicken next week. All right.